Hello and welcome to The Unconscious at Work. This is a podcast for people who are interested in understanding the unconscious psychological forces that influence our lives, both at work and at home. I'm Dr. Mike Drayton and I'm an organisational consultant, executive coach and clinical psychologist and I'll be taking a deep dive beneath the surface of your everyday life. This episode is about the secret life of meetings. In a previous podcast, I talked about the psychology of why people in meetings avoid making decisions. In this episode, I'm going to describe some other unconscious factors that influence meetings at work. For instance, have you ever left a meeting feeling you weren't listened to? Maybe you blamed yourself thinking that you didn't communicate clearly enough. Well, it could have been either of these. Or, your experience of not being listened to could have been caused by the group dynamics of the meeting. Even seemingly simple things like how many people were in the meeting, or where you sat in the room, can have a big impact on how well a meeting works, and how well you are actually listened to. Here are some examples of what I mean. Let's look at meetings between two people. In any meeting between two people, issues of power and status will always be just below the surface. It's important to be aware that how you see yourself might not be how the other person sees you. For example, you might see yourself as a benevolent, helpful and supportive manager. But, if the person you're talking to has had a history of bad experiences with authority figures, they might well see you as being crafty, mean and someone who tries to hide their hostility behind a mask of pleasantness. Conversely, If the other person has had a very positive experience with authority figures, they might see you as a person who's going to solve all their problems and make everything all right for them, and they may come across as being rather clingy and dependent. Okay, that's meetings between two people. What about meetings between three people? In groups of three people, particularly if the group members are peers, the dynamic is often that of a pair and a third. If two individuals in the group consistently exclude a third, problems happen. The person left out ends up feeling disengaged, upset and usually angry. Their responses stop being rational, conscious and work-related. Instead, their responses are driven by hurt feelings and a need to retaliate. Such a dynamic can lead to a culture of resentment, grievance and complaint. So the dynamics of a group of three people need to be handled consciously and carefully. Make sure that everyone is included in the meeting and has a say. What about meetings of four or five people? This larger group often unconsciously resembles a family dynamic in which two people in the group are pushed into taking on most of the responsibility, a bit like the parents. To carry on with this metaphor, the remaining group members get pushed into the role of children who passively watch the two dominant members make all the running. The best size for an effective meeting is 8 to 10 participants. Meetings of more than 10 people are ineffective for many reasons. For example, some members might be shy or less confident than others. Also, large groups can easily slip into groupthink, where one dominant idea takes hold and gets reinforced because members get swept along, fearing to be the odd one out. Another really interesting factor in meetings is the role each person plays. Everyone at work has a conscious official role, such as CEO, Director of Finance, 
or HR manager. However, in a meeting, each person can also have an unofficial and unconscious role, such as bully, clown, or skeptic. Another common role in meetings is that of the pain in the backside, or the difficult member. This person may behave in this way, not because they're aggressive, negative, or undermining, but because they are acting as an unconscious mouthpiece for the concerns of the wider organisation. Even the way the chairs are set out will influence the dynamics of a meeting. Rows often evoke a school or lecture atmosphere and you will end up with a passive and dependent group. Put people in a circle and you will get lots of discussion. So the next time you're in a meeting, take a couple of minutes to look at where you're sat and how you feel about the other people and how they seem to be reacting to you. What's your unconscious role? Being aware of the pitfalls of group dynamics and how to overcome them can help you have far more productive meetings. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you have, join me for the next episode.